Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Greetings in the name that is above every name that is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your host, Bishop F.L. Phillips, broadcasting live from the PWE studios in the beautiful city of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, wishing you, you, and you a very blessed day in the Lord. We just thank God for all of you all tuning in to our broadcast, and we thank God that you have taken time out of uh, your schedule, glory to God, taking time out of your schedule, Glory to God to come and be a part of the Impact Conference. Amen. We are so, 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 so grateful. And we are so, 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 so thankful. Amen. And so we just give God praise. We give God honor. We give God glory to each and every one of you. With that being said, got a great show tonight for us. Amen. We're talking about. Amen. Uh, equipping leaders, and we've been dealing with this subject matter for a while. And I want to go back to the basics of equipping leaders because, I mean, so many times we have ample opportunities and we don't take advantage of them. So many times we have ample opportunities and we don't take advantage of them. And with that being said, glory to God, we are all but. Uh, inside of our thoughts have to wonder sometimes the decisions that we make when it comes down to leadership. And so uh, some of the things that we're going to look at tonight are uh, the systematic approach to leadership, the systematic approach. We'd like to welcome all of our guests tonight, but we want to look at the systematic approach. And with that being said, let us go before the throne of grace. Eternal God, our Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We ask that you look down upon us and have mercy. We thank you, Father God, for all those who have tuned in to another episode of the Impact Conference here on TalkShoot. We bind all adversarial attacks that come against principalities and powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in our places. We render them inoperative and ineffective, have no bearing upon what we do. In the mighty name of Jesus. And then one not only that, we ask the blessing upon all that are tuned in. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, we just honor you. We honor you, Lord. We honor you. We honor you for all that you've done. And we honor you for all that you're doing. We ask that you bless everyone tonight and bless all of our efforts. And Lord, I can't thank you enough, but I praise you, Father God, for I know that you have the power, and I know that you have all power in your hand to do anything but fail. And, Lord God, as we just stand before you, Lord God, I just ask that you minister to us. Minister to us. Minister to us. Minister to us, Lord. Here and now, minister to us, Lord. Open our hearts and our minds that we may receive. And we'll give you glory. We'll give you honor and we'll give you praise. 
In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Let us all say amen. Glory to God, saints. We're going to, amen, be talking tonight from the subject matter of, amen, systematic approach, systematic approach to leadership, the systematic approach to leadership. And we're going to be dealing with how we should uh, address many times the things that we do, how we should set out many times, amen, in the things that we do. There must be a system. And the word systematic comes from a system of application, systematic, how it runs, how it functions, how it, amen, carries out uh, its assignment. So when we start looking at leadership, when we start looking at potential leadership, back to the basics, sisters and brothers, we must have a system in place. With that being said tonight, we're going to look at some of the things that need to, amen, be in place as it relates to the system. And one is the importance of the task. Glory God, the importance of the task. One of the greatest, amen, things that we must look at in the systematic approach to leadership and the basic function of leadership is the importance of the task. You know, when something is critical and success of the organization depends on it, then we have to emphasize the importance of the task. When something is critical and the success of the organization, let me say it again, when something is critical and the success of the organization depends on it, then we must look at the importance of the task. One of the most systematic approaches to that is understanding, amen, the importance of the task. Understanding the importance of the task. And sometimes we don't give that as much attention as we should, but I think it's deserving of attention because we have to understand the importance of the task. Okay? We have to understand the importance of the task. So with that being said, we want to talk about that because uh, I remember uh, in the Bible, Zebedee's mother came to Jesus and and, and and they came to him, uh, Zebedee's mother did, and asked him, could you permit my son, one to sit on your right hand, one to sit on your left, in the day you come into your kingdom? And Jesus said, are they able to bear? Are they able to drink with the cup? Are they able to bear? And not realizing they were asking for something, but they did not understand the importance of the task. Too often we desire position of leadership. Too often we desire to be in leadership. But rarely do we ever uh, really take under consideration the importance of the task. Rarely ever do we take into consideration the importance of the task. And so with that being said, I think that is something that all of us need to look at because, as I've stated before, we have to look at the importance of the task when something is critical and and the success of the organization depends on it, then we need to look at the importance of the task. When something is critical and the success of the organization depends on it, then we need to look at the importance of the task. I say when something is critical and the success of the organization depends on it, then we need to look at the importance of the task. I think that is, amen, so many times overlooked. And when it is overlooked, 
and the organization suffers as a result of that. The next thing that I want to look at tonight is not only, amen, the importance of the task, but secondly, when it comes down to the systematic approach of basic leadership, the demands of the work, 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 the person performing this, amen, must be encouraged how important, amen, their task is. Glory to God. Amen. That's the demands of the work. The person who's performing this task must understand how important and be encouraged, amen, to how important their task is. And there may be some questions that need to be asked, but occasionally when the job is really tough, when the job is really critical, when the job is really demanding, you have to tell that person, amen, that we're depending on you and, amen, that we're looking for you to bring this through, carry us out, to see it through, be the man of the work. So many times we give tasks to individuals in leadership, but rarely ever do we emphasize the demand of the task and how important everything rests on their shoulders or the individual's shoulders or the group's shoulders to see to it that this is accomplished, that this gets done. Uh, so tonight, you know, there's a lot of responsibilities that comes with leadership, and there's a lot of responsibilities that leaders, amen, must bear. They must understand. Listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. They must understand the demands of the task. They must understand the demands of the task. And so uh, we want to look at that, and we want to ask ourselves the question, you know, that, hey, guess what? You know, this is a really important task that, you know, we're going to need you to come through for us and we're going to need you to, to make a way for us. We're going to need you to open up doors for us. We're going to need you to do this for us. We have to get them to understand the demand of the task. And so with that being said, sometimes we have to, to emphasize and encourage. I said we have to emphasize and encourage, amen, the demands of the task, the demands of the task. The demands of the task. We have to emphasize and encourage the demands of the task. I think that is something that we have to look at. And so when we think about these things, when we look at these things, let's all uh, take into consideration what we are looking at. Uh, let's take into consideration what we are dealing with. Let's take into consideration the things that are set before us, let's take into consideration uh, all that we have to face. Let's take into consideration the things that are pertinent to what we are doing, the demands of the task. And so, sisters and brothers, I think that is something that we have to look at in a systematic approach of leadership. Not only that, but this is something else that I want you to take into consideration, because many times when we are amen, appointing leaders and we're putting people in leadership, we're looking at, amen, going in a different direction sometimes, going in a different uh, way, doing things differently and so forth and so on. And guess what? There are some things, glory to God, that must, amen, uh, really come to play. I said there are some things that must really come to play. And so we need to really, 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 take into consideration, amen, this next part of emphasis, and that is the newness of the work, the newness 
of the work, the newness of the work, the newness of the work. Let me say that again. The newness of the work, the newness of the work. And we have to look at it, glory to God, and ask ourselves the question, uh, how important is this work? And therefore, sometimes leaders have no problems tackling new tasks, no matter how difficult the previous task was, while others have it difficult to adapt and to change. And sometimes people feel comfortable doing what they were doing, but when asked to do something else, they have to understand, amen, the newness of the task and in relationship to what we're trying to do. And, 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 and that is they have to be flexible. And so let's, let's talk about it tonight. Uh, one of the guests asked the question, how do you determine the newness of the task? Well, let me ask it this way. Uh, the newness of the task is no more, guess number three, than a a way in which we are attempting to implement something, to bring something on board, to put something in place. You know, there are a lot of things that we must do. So when it comes down to the newness of the past, we have to be very, 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 very careful in in the sense of making sure that we are carrying out, this is what I just said, make sure we are carrying out the newness and the the things that we are setting out to do. Can I get a witness? I say it. Uh, and, you know, that is that is where we want to come. We want to be able to come in and say, hey, look, let's do this. Uh, let's do this, or let's go this way, or let's uh, uh, let's create uh, let's create this, or let's take this initiative. And then when we do that, then we have to make sure that we are doing things right. Yes, number three. When it comes down to the newness of the past, again, some people don't understand, and some people don't like changes, and sometimes people are less uh, willing. Uh, many times unwilling to adapt to the changes that come along with uh, the newness of the task. We want to welcome Amy and our Louisiana guests as well. We're talking about the systematic approach to leadership, the fundamentals. We talked about the importance of the task, the criticalness of the success of the organization must be, amen, emphasized in the importance of the task, we talked about the demand of the work, especially when performing difficult tasks, that the person who is performing these tasks must be encouraged to to realize the amen importance of the demand of the work, which is the importance of the task. And now we're talking about the newness of the work, which some leaders have no problem tackling new tasks, while others find uh, it very difficult to make adjustments and changes and adaptation. So sometimes, you know, we have to ask people how flexible they are or how willing they are to change. And when we, when we get there, I think we're able to um, 
make some things happen. And so with that being said, let me just check in with my Louisiana guest and see what I'm talking to tonight. Louisiana, you on the phone lines or am I speaking with someone? Louisiana, can you hear me? Hi, this is Mr. Thomas. All right, Sister Thomas, praise God. You must have one of those delayed devices because every week I'm calling your name and every week I'm trying to reach you and every week it's almost like uh, what I do is a delayed uh, a delayed reaction. So sometimes I have to wonder whether or not there are some devices that are, uh, that are laid. Amen. And so sometimes we have to... Um, um, look at everything and then ask ourselves a question uh, in relationship to how we are uh, dealing with these things. Um, uh, we just have to be able to see it and see it in a position uh, for what it's worth. What, what's your take on the systematic approach of leadership and making sure that people understand the newness of the work, and, you know, many times what we are doing uh, in relationship to some of the things, whether or not, that are important. How do, you, how do you look at that? How do you address that? How do you see that? Um, you know, many times we see a lot of things, and many times we experience a lot of things, and many times there are a lot of things, whether or not, that are that come our way and we have to deal with. But how do you how do you look at new assignments and new tasks? How do I look at newest tasks? New, new, uh, yeah, new, new assignments. How, how oh. do you look at new assignments? How do you look at uh, new tasks? Uh, you know, how, how do you look at all these things? Do you uh, do you see them? For uh, what they're worth, did you see them in light of what they are? How do you how do you look at them? Uh, personal, when I um, approach new assignments or newer tasks, uh, I always have an open mind about the tasks that I'm sent to uh, in in um, to uh, to go into. Um, I, I try to learn as much information about the task or what um, what is presented before me. Uh, I, I'm trying to do my research so I won't go in blindsided. So I'm always open to new um, assignments. Uh, it makes me a better person. It makes me uh, work harder towards um, what I am given, uh, even it may not be my strongest. Uh, sometimes I get assignment that's not my strongest, and I have weak points in it. So it builds me up to make me do my homework. So I take on each assignment uh, as a challenge, uh, and I look for great opportunities in it. And I think that as leaders, we have to be open-minded to new assignments because uh, things daily changing in our lives. They, Things daily changing on our jobs and ministry. Uh, you know, technology is uh, uh, changing, and 
So we got to get in tune to the change and the news of the things that, that's going to help us and build us uh, where we need to go. So uh, I'm all for the new assignment and new technology and new things to help build uh, build me where I need to go. Uh, and we should look at we shouldn't look at it as a, uh, uh, something to uh, hurt us. We should take every opportunity and look at it as a, look at it as an opportunity, uh, not as a uh, something that that when it for anything that's set before us. If we look at it in the right frame of mind. Okay, well, I mean, and that's true. You know, like I said, you know, some people don't don't make adjustments well to changes. Some people find it hard to adapt to changes. And so when you're dealing with these types of things, you know, there are some things that I think that we have to really look at. And there are some things that I think we have to really take under consideration and take into consideration. And, you know, as well as I, you know, we all must, and I think this is universal, could be wrong, typically I'm not, uh, we have to be, uh, we have to be open to uh, what we're doing. We have to be open to uh, the way we're going. We have to be open to the things that are, as a policy sometimes that are setting before us, we have to we have to condition ourselves so that we can uh, do our best in the area in which we are we're flowing in and many times do our best in the area uh, in which we're going to be which you agree. Would you agree? I agree. Totally agree, uh, Pastor. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, there's just a lot of things that I think there are a lot of things that are out there. Sometimes we don't know all of them. Sometimes they uh, are not always uh, there. But I think overall uh, we have to be, we have to be, what I say, careful. You know, I don't know. I mean, you know, check and tell me if we if we right or wrong. Do we do we do we sometimes not take under consideration the things that are that are important, the things that are sometimes we we mess up on, or things that we don't always get right, or are not able to carry out, or we not conscious of those things. Or do we need to look in a different direction? These are just some of the things that I think are um, you know, we have to look at. I believe that there are gonna be challenges and some things that we're not familiar with, but God have not given us the spirit of fear, so I do believe that we should be able to take on the task. Whether we do it wrong or right, if we did our best, that's all required. Uh, we can learn from mistakes. We can, re- you know, we have to repeat it again. At least we made a attempt. Uh, I was remember you were saying, at least make a attempt. Don't just uh, let it stay there and stay stagnated. If you make a attempt, I, I I can't say anything because 
you made a temp. Whether it was right or wrong, at least you made a temp. And I think that a high approach uh, challenges now. I, I'm going to do something. I'm going to make a move. Whether it's, whether it's going to be right or wrong, I'm still going to make a move. And then if it's wrong, then I can improve on it. If it's right, then I thank God I got it right. But I think that we, uh, when we come into a new situation and we're not familiar with it, at least try and uh, attempt to do your very best. And I think that's all required. You know, I tell kids and I tell adults, if you do your very best, that's all required, you know. So I believe that if you attempt to do something, even that you're not familiar with, and we're going to be faced with things that we're not familiar with on a daily basis, even on our jobs, but at least, you know, make the first move. Uh, you know, that's in our spiritual life as well. So we there we're gonna be approached with new things all the time. But we have to uh we have to believe in ourselves and have that confidence that uh you know, that it's gonna turn up right. And that's true. So true. Uh many times we can just uh really work that process and work that plan and I think do the things that are necessary. I think we can. Uh, we can make it work, you know. But, you know, again, we just have to help people become more acclimated to adjustments. And I think that is, I don't know, but I just think that is uh, uh I think that it's something that we have to uh, really look at. Exactly. Yeah, we have to really take that into consideration. I mean, I I spent a lot of time looking at these things, and I think these things need to be looked at and looked into to, uh, to help us. Uh, be able to do the things that I think are necessary. But we have to take that under consideration. With that being said, let's look at something else. Amen. We welcome you, Reverend Jenkins. We're talking about systematic leadership and the basic fundamentals of systematic leadership. We've talked about the importance of the task because when we are assigning people to the task, we have to get them to, to understand all the things that are important. And then not only the importance of the task, but the demands of the work. You know, so many people don't realize the demand of the work of leadership. They just think it's, it's position and title. But leadership is W-R-K. It is work. And so many people go in with the false pretenses that leadership does not involve work and sadly mistaken that, you know, they become a failure. And then now we're talking about you know, make an adjustment, change the newness of the work. Some people don't like change. Some people figure they should be doing the same thing over and over again all their lives. And sometimes in leadership, there has to be shifts and changes made. And now we're going to go to, not only that, the newness of the experience of the worker. Let's look at that. You know, many times when we give new leaders new position, it is new to them, and sometimes... Uh, making that adjustment 
uh, from being a follower to a leader could very well be difficult and sometimes uh, somewhat challenging. Let's 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 talk about that. Uh, I think it's something that we have to uh, just let us all take a look at. Let's let's talk about it. Uh, let's 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 be real. What do you have to say, Sister Tom, Reverend Jenkins? I think um, the new uh, the new experience or uh, working adjustment. I think. Uh, as you uh, being coming from a follower to a leader, I think that's where uh, the preparation comes in as a follower. You sit and you learn and you um, understand what it is to be a leader. Uh, I, I so many times uh, followers want to jump too soon into position and don't understand all that's up under the umbrella of a leader. And I think that's when the frustration and the um, uh, stress and all those things come into play. But I believe if you just wait your season as a follower and when you are uh, promoted or you are in a um, a call to, lead, to be a leader, uh, you, wouldn't, you would not find uh, those things that we're uh, drain you, uh, and as you say, it has worked. So if you sit and do the observation, you would know that uh, you don't come into uh, leadership overnight. It's, uh, it's process. Uh, so I do believe that uh, as a follower, they should uh, sit and learn uh, as they go along. And when their season is, when it's time for their season, they they will be it, it will uh they will be able to transition into leadership. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Reverend Jenkins says, Amen. That their pastors is great work and ethics and great administration. I think a lot of pastors just time. Amen. We thank God that He's doing well, uh, Reverend Jenkins, and, and the diverse leadership. But you know, many times, you know. Uh, and this is a good case and a good example, Reverend Jenkins, because when we're looking at, you know, y'all have a new pastor and everything else, I don't know if he had pastoral experience uh, prior to coming to your church, uh, uh, you know, and, and and if it's a new experience uh, for the new leader, then that's going to be some new adjustments that the person has to make. And... Um, they can't come in with the the with the, the mindset uh, that I know it all. You know, uh, sometimes I think that is the. Let me just say this: uh, uh, the problem uh, that I see. Um, many times uh, in what we do, we have to understand that, hey, guess what? We're going to have to be able to, we're going to have to be able to make some things work. We're going to have to be able to put some things in place and so forth and so on. So, you know, let's, let's, let's look at it. Let's look at, let's look at, uh, let's look at the whole thing and let's determine whether or not uh, 
we are taking the right step? Are we proceeding in the right way? What do you have to say, Sister Thomas? You know, when new leaders, you know, when we start putting people in, in, in new positions and things like that, you know, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about them being able to make adjustments? Um, I believe that um, you 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 pick people from among that that uh, been your followers because they will understand your vision and your mission, and people that has um, not all the time that have been in, uh, up under your umbrella for so long because there's also new people that come in and can adjust you, but I do believe that. Um, when you, these people need to uh, uh, be able to adjust to the newness uh, of their task or uh, their position that which they have called, uh, a lot of times they don't understand the um, understand what they're doing, understand the process, understand uh, what is necessary and um, what is needed for them to be. Uh, to move into position. Then yeah, that's true. Then that's true. You know, uh, we welcome a man out of North Alabama. We're talking about systematic leadership tonight, and we've been dealing with, you know, some of the things that has to be in place, especially when you're dealing with leadership and bringing people on board. One emphasis of the importance of the task was the first thing we talked about and the the man of the work, you know, not only the man of the work, but we also talked about the newness of the work. You know, so many times uh, people are not willing to change. Sometimes people are so complacent and so caught up in what they are doing and have been doing that when you ask them to change, they're reluctant and unwilling. And and now we're talking about uh, the newest, uh, the newness of the, assignment of the position, and sometimes people coming into a new position. We have Reverend Jenkins on, and I'd ask him a question because they just recently uh, elected a pastor, and in so doing, he has come in, and sometimes men and women of God are uh, elected into churches that have no prior pastoral experience, so the work is new to them, and uh, many times they don't have a general concept of all that it entails, but, you know, overall, you know, their willingness and call of church to call them has now led them to to be able to um, to do this. So, you know, we have to we have to think about it. So tonight, Reverend Jenkins says, I would like uh I like when a new pastor that is able and has the ability to make changes if the church Accepts uh, change. You're absolutely right. You know because here's the thing: with new leadership come new changes. They don't always come immediately, but that is something that has to be uh, implemented. There has to be some adjustments, um, uh, and not doing the same old same old. But what do you have to say about this, Mr. Thomas? That is that is something that I think is uh, that has to be seen. So what's your what's your What's your take when it comes down to it? I believe that when uh, leaders are called into uh, different position and to lead other people, 
definitely, uh, there's definitely going to have to be some changes. Uh, we can look at the president of the United States. Uh, every time that a new president is elected, his whole cabinet, cabinet change. Some people that he keeps, but he bring in key people that have his, uh, the, the same mindset as he has, same visions as he has, same mission as he has. So I believe that in ministry, when uh, when pastors or are called, or elders are called, or uh, bishops are called, they're definitely going to be changed. Because if you don't change, people get stagnated in their old ways. And when that happens, you would not be able to move the people. The people will move you, and you're not moving the people. And you never want that to happen where the people are moving the leader. That is bad leadership all the way around. I believe that it's the leader's responsibility to move the people, bring in changes. Uh, Some people not so eager for change, but change has to take place for your organization to grow and to develop. You have to bring in new ideas. You have to bring in new people. Uh, sometimes you have to outsource people and bring in if you do if you do not have uh, what you need in house. So sometimes you have to outsource and bring those people in for a season. Um, some people are reluctant uh, to bring other people in, but I I do believe that it can help your organization to get to the point where you need it, uh, need it to be. So I'm all for change in leadership. Uh, I don't believe in keeping people in the same position for year after year. I believe you need a shift. I need, I believe that, you know, shifting needs to take place uh, in ministry. Uh, a lot of times people get comfortable in what they do. They do not want to change. And, uh, Leaders should always look ahead uh, uh, for change. You know, 2015, new changes, new things are happening, and uh, and I believe that makes a great uh, a great organization. Okay, Amen. Well, we're gonna go. We have some Amen other guests. That was Sister Thomas. Let me go to my north and uh, East Alabama. Northeast Alabama, I'm assuming this may be the Haydens, amen. Uh, we're talking about systematic leadership, and we're talking about right now newness um, of the work. Sometimes people coming into position, and they have, uh, like the pastor being elected or coming into position, and they have not been proud leaders, even though they have gone through leadership training and have done some mock leadership. They come into the leadership position, and it's all new to them. You know, it's all right when you're doing mocks, when you're going along task, or when you have to do the task yourself and you're in the position of leadership now. The, the table kind of turns. So uh, what what do you have to say about that? Uh, good evening, Bishop. Uh, we're coming in on the tail end, but we want to apologize for that we had. Yeah, that's no in. problem. That's no problem. There's a lot going on with you, believe me. All right. Um, well, you know, when you, it's, it's this between, you know, the the, 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 trial, the, mock, the mock trial, is your preparation, you know, and that gets you prepared for when the curtains go up, as they say, and everything is on the line. That's when you all the preparation that you put in place 
to to exemplify itself and show what you know what you learn and everything. But I think that a person that that just got put into a role, he shouldn't go in or he she shouldn't go in uh, too aggressive, but kind of feel things out a little bit, and and that way you can find out what the agenda is needed. I got you. Mm-hmm. And that's very good. You know, so what you're saying in essence is, you know, well, let me just rephrase the question and then ask you a question in turn to what you said. Do, yes, do you feel in the in the process because the work is new to the individual, the individual has to then begin to look at it differently? It's one thing to practice for a game. It's another thing to when you're in the game. I mean, you practice to do the things that you think your opponent's going to do or what you need to do, but in the game, sometimes things don't work out the same way you practice. Mm-hmm. One thing I've learned out of the training that we've had on the line with you is that if a person gets put in a new position, I, I think he, I think he or she should take the time to look at the team because you may need to make some adjustments where one person is good over here, Ashley, and the other person is good over there. You may have to make an overall adjustment in your cabinet to to, to so that way when you when you when you in, uh, introduce your changes, then it'll fall into the right hands and everything will be all right. It won't start stumbling over each other. So I think that's be a good point too. And that is, you know, that that is something that I think, if we will be honest, Apostle, uh, uh, all of us have to be become somewhat uh, in tune to that process. Mm-hmm. I think all of us have to be in tune to that process, and let's be honest, sometimes that process is not easy. Yes, sir. It's not an easy one. Sometimes uh, the process requires uh, certain degrees of difficulty that I think we all have to be able to, uh, to be able to come into to contact with. I think that is that's important. So, you know, um, is uh, Evangelist Hayden on tonight or no? No, sir. She's she resting. She got to get ready to get it in the Okay. Morning. All right. Well, we thank God. You know, and we, we're talking about Reverend Jenkins. You know, he was mentioning some of the flexibilities and things that come along with with the pastoral aspect of it. And I think it's. Uh, I think we have to really, really, really take um um what we do and the way we do it um, very seriously um, if we want to see the, the changes. So I think I think it's it's coming to uh, to be what it is, and I think that uh, overall everything is pretty much going in the direction that it should be going. And I think that's the plus. So, you know, we, we we take that into consideration and we take that under consideration. So, you know, to me, it is always, always to me uh, a plus to be able to see uh, things flowing in the direction that it should be going. Let me say that. It's always a plus to see things flowing in the direction that it should be going in. So, you know, we, we just give God praises and we give God honor, we give God glory 
for um, everything that he does. And, and we all have to be honest with ourselves. Um, this is just that that part of the process. And so, you know, I think that we can get off and we can, we can, amen, make some great strides. Let me say that. Uh, we can make some great strides if we uh, would take into consideration some of the things that we we should do and some of the things that we have to do. Would, would you agree with that? And it, when it comes down to leadership, that if we put everything in perspective, we'll be able to carry out many of the functions that are, that are before us. Yes, sir, I get you. Yes, sir, I'd make the whole day a whole lot easier. Amen. And I'm going to go, well, Reverend Jenkins making a comment that I was apostate. Let me just, I'm going to go to the next, and then we're going to kind of wrap up. We're going to go over some things that I think are very important. Now, okay. let's go back up. We talked about the importance of the task. We talked about the demand of the work. We also talked about the newness of the work and then the newness of the worker. You know, sometimes the positional leadership may require you to do something that you have not done, and then sometimes coming into leadership, you know, you've never done the role of leadership. Now you've been placed in the leadership. Now we want to talk about the responsibility of the worker. Sometimes, you know, uh, people want the recognition, but they don't want the responsibility. And when you start talking about systematic leadership, people must be made aware of the responsibility of the work that is required for the position that they are seeking or desire to seek or have been appointed. So with that being said, how often do people, uh, when they get something that they thought they wanted and realize what is the responsibility that comes along with it, how often do they back down? How often do they not um, um, make an effort or not able to make an effort to, 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 to connect? Apostle, can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't leave you there. Uh, how often is that something that you think uh, happens a lot? Do you think it happens often where people um, personally in position of leadership uh, are not able, in your estimation of opinion, not able to take take their task serious and not able to take the things that they have to do seriously, you know. You know, we we deal with this kind of stuff quite often. You know, let's let's talk about it. Let's 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 give ourselves let's give ourselves an opportunity to really deal with this and deal with the things that are somewhat important uh tonight that are we all have to face one way or another and one time or another. You know, we all have to we all have to deal with it. Let's let's talk about it. Uh uh can we can we can we keep uh heading in this direction and not uh deal with the things that we have to face as the leaders, especially when it comes down to the task, the things that we have to do. You know, that's something that I'm I'm looking at. The no, responsibility. That's, that's exactly what I'm talking about, the responsibility. Amen. 
Can you hear me, Bishop? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I don't think we can keep heading in that direction because if you've got people in a position that are not leaders and you are a strong leader, eventually everybody else is going to take a look at, at you and wonder what are you going to do. And if they feel, you know, if they start to feel that if you don't care, then why should they care? So pretty soon uh, everything that's been put in place would have, been, would have collapsed. Well, you got a valid point there. You you have a valid point there, and sometimes we we catch these things. Uh, I think they I think there's some things that are as what my grandmother say. Sometimes there are things that come along with the territory. You know, uh, if we if we would, if we would just take it, you know, everybody's not used to. Uh, the responsibility, you know, they want the recognition, but let's deal with the responsibility. Yeah, there's a there's a word that comes comes to my mind, uh, sacrifice. You know, I, okay. I think that's the one strong word that will really let you see what you have on your team. Like, say you call a a, a meeting at the last moment. At the last moment, you call for all your key leaders to be here at three o'clock this afternoon. It's 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 a quarter to two now. And you I got to be you gotta be there at three o'clock at an urgent meeting. Sacrifice. So are you willing to put down what you're doing uh to 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 go see what's going on at this meeting? And it could be just a test. It couldn't really be nothing important, but it's just a test that he's sending out to see what he has to work with. See who's gonna actually show up who won't call and get the text and saying, oh, I can't make it, uh, you know, let him know I'm going to be there next time or I'm busy right now. So I think sacrifice is a real key uh, element to a, to a strong uh, team. Yeah, and I mean, that's all a part of responsibility. Uh, I don't think any of us, uh, I don't think any of us could, could deny what you just said because I think it is, I think it is important. I think it is something that we have to uh, all take uh, into consideration and under consideration. So uh, can we not agree uh, on that? Can we not see that as something that we have to do when it relates to responsibility? I think it's, I think it's important. Uh, you know, so... Uh, that's the point I think is what we have to really look at, you know, uh, if we were to take it under consideration. Let me put it like that. Uh, I think that part of it will get us, that will get us where we need to be. And I think once we get there, it should be no problem maintaining uh You know, I think that's that's what we have to. I think that's what we have to uh, take under consideration the things that we have to do. Now, I have a uh, Reverend Jenkins here out of out of uh, out of uh, Georgia, and he uh, he's joined us. Uh, that's just some things that. I think all of us have to uh, 
be uh, be aware of. He says that, you know, sometimes people just want to do the same old, same old uh, apostle. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, some people don't, don't want to change. They just want to do uh, the same old, same old, the same old way, uh, never attempting to do anything else uh, but that. Do, do we... Do we do we look at that, ignore it? Do we look at that and take it under consideration, or what's your take? No, I think you that very much. Cause that's like a virus. That's like a virus running through the system. You know, if if it doesn't fit the system, then you have to remove it because it's going to just trickle down to the people that are trying to do something, or those that are eager to do something. You know, if you got a virus or something, you got to. You got to be like the, 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 the antivirus. You got protection. You got to protect your system that you put in place. If you have a, a weak link in the system, you got to replace it. Well, you're right. And I think so many times we don't do that, though. Do we? Do we? Do we excuse ourselves for those uh, inabilities? What do we do? Do we? Do we, do we not try and uh, do the things that we, we should? I mean, you know, we're talking uh, the importance of this work and then how we, we carry it out. You know, that's... that's uh, that's that's something that we have to look at. Let me go to let me go to Sister Thomas. I'm gonna come back to you. Wow, we're here, Amen. Working on the sermon. That's my good friend Reverend Jenkins. We just heard from Apostle Hayden. Sister Thomas, let's talk about let's talk about uh, you know the responsibility. People like the recognition, but what about the responsibility? Uh, I do believe that. Uh not everyone likes uh, the recognition, but they got a, a few people, uh, leaders out there that like uh, the recognition but don't want to take uh, on the responsibility. Um, sometimes that we have to, and this this person, sometimes you have to keep those people in position, and sometimes they have to be re, uh, they have to re, be retrained. They may be good, but sometimes you have to retrain people. Uh, sometimes you don't want to be so uh, quick to release people, uh, but sometimes that they do need to be retrained uh, uh, because they may be your your great your greatest uh, influence influence on uh, the people that's in your ministry. Uh, and people may look up to them. So it's not that they uh, don't want the responsibility. I believe that a lot of people have to be retaught and retrained uh, uh, for what is best for the organization. Give them a step of evaluation. Let them uh, pick, uh, uh, you know, not pick, but let them look at other options. Uh, why you're doing it, and because some people just want to understand why are you changing, or what are we changing, or 
what is my responsibility uh, for changing. Uh, so I believe that they just have to be retrained, uh, uh, relearned. So I believe that in, um, and then there's some people, you know, just don't know. And when you don't know, you don't know. And that's when you, I think that's when they need to let down the pride and say, you know, I don't know. I need, you know, I want to know what my responsibility is. And I believe that as leaders that you should get, you know, people should be given a, a, what their responsibility is. Give them something that they can follow. This is your responsibility. Because they may be doing a job and, that's not their responsibility. They're doing somebody else's task, and that's, that's not their responsibility. And I think that that's where the great leaders put in hand uh, to the people that's under them their responsibility and their task. And that's when you will find out who will make the team and who will be cut from the team. Okay. Okay. And so... Uh... Under under these under these things, do we do we do we ignore the responsibilities? How, how do we deal with that? Because I mean, we have a lot of people who are into into wanting to know uh tuned to the recognition but they don't they don't understand the responsibility. That's where I'm going. I'm trying to just make sure we're all on the same page when it comes down to uh understanding responsibility. Do we ignore if they do not carry out their responsibility? That's what are you asking? Well they want the recognition, I mean, but many times they're not up for the responsibility, I think. Uh, it hurts us, uh, you know, when we have people who want, you know, a positional leadership or recognition but don't want the responsibility that comes along with it. Okay. Uh, if they don't want the responsibility, what comes along with after you have given them the assignment of the responsibility, uh, you have to remove them. You have to remove them because they are not open to learning their responsibility, and you just can't have people in place just to have them in place for recognition. Uh, that's not going to hurt. That's, gonna, that's not going to help your ministry. That's not going to help your, your, uh, uh, your organization. So those people, uh, you, know, you know, just say we're moving forward. This is not where we're going. Um, and let them know that this is not what you know. This is not where the organization is going. They are not ready to uh, take on their responsibility. They are not ready to make the sacrifice to learn the responsibility. So you have to, at some point, uh, quickly release them and you know wish them well, them well. But uh, I think that you can't allow people just to stand up front for recognition. Not only you hurt the them, you hurt they hurting the organization. Okay, uh, and that's true. Uh, wow, 
you know, I'm just sitting here and I'm out to amen. We want to wrap it up prayer. Had a great lesson tonight. One of these final comments. Uh, you know, what I've talked about is systematic uh, leadership, recognition of systematic leadership in the process. You know, there's so many times people want to enter into the leadership role and don't know what they're getting into. They want to be leaders, but they don't understand everything's required and so forth and so on. You're not going to know everything before you get in, but at the same time, you ought to know a little more about it prior to getting in it so that you can know what you're getting into. With that being said, we are dealing with right now uh, responsibilities of leadership because so many times people want recognition, but they don't want responsibility. And so with that being said, let's, let's kind of wrap it up, uh, Sister Thomas, and I'll, all of my guests, we welcome you. Uh, what are your final comments on anything that was said, but in particular this, this responsibility, the things that we have to do? Uh, I think, uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you, Bishop, and all the everyone on um, the talk show tonight and the one on the Internet. Uh, it's been a, bl- a blessed evening. Um, my final comment tonight is that um, you're speaking on systematic leadership, and I believe that anyone that goes into leadership uh, should know beforehand what is some of the requirements that they uh and the responsibility uh, that they're uh, approaching. Uh, and it's not about uh, it's not about recognition or your name going up, full, uh, up front. It's about can you do uh, the, uh, the task that, that you've been called to, and can you do it uh, in a way that it benefits other people. Uh, you also mentioned that um, people don't realize the demand of the work in ministry. They believe it's just it's a walk-in, and because some people names are always called forward, then their name, they feel that their name needs to be called for. But sometimes you can sit, be in the background, and you're doing more in the background than up front. So, uh they people should understand the demand of the work in ministry. When you go when when the uh, disciples went out, I mean they they didn't just go out with a title. They had to go out and do the work of the ministry. And I believe that God is calling people right now to go out and do the work of the ministry, the man work of the ministry. Not talk to talk, but you got to walk the walk. Uh, people not willing to change. Uh, when they are called into position. And I believe that as leaders, we have to look ahead and we know that change has to take place for your organization to go where you need it to go. You can't keep dead weight and pull dead weight when they do not want to, uh, it's not going to benefit your organization. Yes, it may hurt them, but it will help you and them further up as you move into uh, where you need to go. Uh, my prayer request that we continue to lift up uh, leaders, uh, pastors, apostles, and bishops, and fivefold ministry people. Uh, we continue to pray for them and their family uh, and just continue that, you know, we stay focused in God's word. Amen, amen. Sister Thomas, we thank God. 
for you and welcome, amen, all of our guests that have tuned in, amen, and many times have tuned out. That was Sister Thomas giving her final comments. Apostle, what, what, amen, what do you have to say? Final comments, amen, or prayer requests tonight? Amen. I just want to congratulate Reverend Jenkins on uh, uh, his new position God has moved him to, and, and I pray that he do it well and that he enjoy it and, and, and that there's, uh, there's never an exciting day. Amen. Uh, when I think of this systematic uh, leadership that you're talking about, I only thing I can think of, Bishop, in closing is never forget it's a joint effort. It, it's a joint effort. It's one joint connected to the other joint that each one, like the Bible says, you know, the eye can't do nothing without the brain and the arm can't do nothing without the hand. So it's all a joint, you know. So we have to, we have to all remember that in, in being a leader, that it's a joint effort. And our prayer request would be just continue to pray for uh, my wife and I and our ministry and our children, uh, my grandmother as well. Uh, pray for you as your ministry as well, your wife, and uh, pray for each and every individual on the line and those that are absent tonight on the line. Amen, amen, amen. Well, we thank God, amen, for you. And also keep Reverend Jenkins and amen, Sister Vanessa, in our prayers. And we're so, amen, so grateful for all of you all. I want to just say this in response to Jennifer. I think many times, uh, you know, you know, people tend to figure they do better with less responsibilities, uh, and because of you know that that's the that's the that's the short way out. And you know, when you take upon leadership, you take upon responsibilities, not less responsibilities. So most of the time. And checking out people from various positions, and sometimes looking at rookies, those are newcomers versus veterans. You know, and you can't look at them the same. But no matter how long a person has been with you, there are some changes that they must always make. You know, and so you know we just can't get people thinking because they they're there, they sold up, and they got this, and they locked up, and so forth and so on. And you know, they think that that's it, and I, I think that is a uh, deceptive measure. So we want to make sure that we continue to con- uh, work on, to continue to improve what we're doing and how we're doing it and so forth and so on. So we don't want to get so caught up, uh, my, my brothers and sisters, into things that are not going to help us and not going to benefit us. So let's be, be cognizant of that. Let's be conscious of that when we're talking about systematic leadership. And so with that being said, let us go to the throne of grace. We want to continue to pray, amen, for the work of God. We had a great time today in service. Wow. Uh, the Lord really moved. Powerful word. We want to continue to pray for families all over the kingdom, amen. And just continue to ask God to watch over them. Let us go to the throne of grace. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you again tonight. We praise you again tonight for everything you've done and everything you are doing. Lord God, we honor you and we praise you. We give you glory. For you're truly worthy of all praise, all honor, and all glory. And, Lord, I thank you right now that we're able to come to you. I thank you, Lord God, that we're able to come to you in sincerity and of heart and of truth. And, Lord God, we just praise you for the things that you've done and the things that you're doing in and through our lives. Continue to bless us. Continue to help us. Continue to lead us and guide us to all truths. And we'll continue, Lord God, to give you praise and honor and glory. And I ask that you look upon the Hades, Lord God, look upon their family members, 
And, Lord God, we ask that you continue to bless their works and their endeavors, their ministry. Lord God, look upon uh, Reverend Jenkins and Sister Vanessa, Lord God, and look upon those who are connected to them in ministry, Father. Continue to bless Reverend Jenkins and his work, Lord God, and continue to help him go forth and grow in grace and knowledge of your son, Jesus Christ. Then, Lord, now and ever, we do pray for five-fold ministry gifts all over the world. Lord God, we pray for those who stand in position of leadership to lead your people, Father God. I just honor you tonight. I glorify you tonight. Then, Lord, look upon me, your servant. Continue to bless me with all blessings that pertain to life and godliness. And, Lord God, I just give you praise. I just give you honor. I give you glory tonight. And, Father God, I just thank you right now for what you've done, and I thank you for what you're doing. And I thank you right now, Father God, for all of our guests. Amen. We thank you for guests two, three, four, five, and six. Lord God, we thank you for, amen, Reverend Jenkins. We thank you for Sister Thomas. Lord God, we praise you for Apostle Hayden. And we also lift up even hands and say, Lord God, as well, and lift up their work. Continue to bless them. And all those who could have come and would not come, and those who were able to come and were not wanted to come or not able to come, God, I thank you that we're able to come together again. And then, Lord, look upon me and my family. We just thank you right now. We ask all these blessings and all other blessings in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Let us all say amen, 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 amen. So with that being said, my sisters and brothers, I thank God for you. Thank God for you. I thank God for you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. It is in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let us all say amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.